we bless your name because you always hear us. You always hear us. We know that you always hear us because you told us that if we can have audience with you, then we know we have the petitions we have desired of you. And we know that we're pleasing to you because we are your righteousness. We have had audience before you. Thank you for answering our prayers. In Jesus' name. Um, I want to thank uh, Sister Precious for leading us in that time and session of prayer. And for everyone who also uh, joined in to pray, um, we all brought our various uh, imputes. It will not be a prayer meeting without us gathering together. And I know that God's power has been made available this morning. And we're going to have a wonderful, wonderful time in the Super Sundays and in Extraordinary Women's Conference. This morning, um, I, I, have, I, I have something in my heart to share. And um, I believe God will have me you know, address uh, this. Um, you know, recently you just find a whole lot of people who are at a juncture in their lives trying to make um, career decisions about where, what they want to do next, where they want to go. So some are in transition from one job to another, someone to move you know, to another place, want to start out something completely different. Some may be in school, about to graduate, and they're already thinking about their future after they graduate. You know, I, I believe the Lord will have me share something this morning that will, will be helpful for every single person that might be in that transitory phase of life. Um, this morning, I'll be sharing what I want to title, Supplicating for a New Role. Supplicating for a New Role. And, um, and as the case may be, when we talk about supplicating for a new role, it could be a student who's trying to gain admission into, into a university. That's a new role for him or her. Or someone who is... Uh, just leaving school, about to leave school and is already thinking after my youth service, what next, trying to get a job. Or you are, at, you are in a job and you're, you want a change. You feel like you've had enough of that particular setup and you need to move to another job. Or, or you, for some reason or the other, you had to exit your job and you are looking for another one. Or you are even relocating you you sense in your heart you need to leave the shores of this land and move to another country but you know that uh, things don't happen automatically you will still need to trust god for a means of livelihood in that place i believe that what i'm going to share this morning will prove helpful for you in fact at some point in time in my own life as well you know i had to go through a transitory phase career-wise. And, you know, what I'm going to share is something also that I had to practicalize. <laughs> it's almost like saying, preacher, practice what you preach. And so 
you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be sharing theories with you this morning. I'll be sharing something that I believe would be helpful for, for you if you are in that phase of life where you want to make some form of transition. So uh, I said supplicating for a new role, okay? Now, we'll just start by talking about supplication. I know we've heard about this before, but it's important to also lay the foundation again so that we can get more insight. When we talk about supplication, when we talk about supplicating, we're talking about a petition. It's about making a, a case. You're making a strong case. And when you're making this strong case, you're not, you're not trying to convince God of what he already knows or what he already is willing to do on your behalf. The truth is that God is on our side. So when you're making a, a strong case before God, is you're not trying to convince God of anything. As a matter of fact, God is already on your side. But rather, what we're really doing is making a strong case, you know, against maybe contrary or contending facts and influences, which may impact the outcome of your prayer. Actually, so what you're doing is you're making a case against those things that can be a contending force against what you desire. Sometimes you might need to contend against the actions, contend against the actions of some people who may even be subject to demonic influence, trying to prevent you from experiencing what God wants you to experience. Uh, so I, I would like to make a clear distinction. I probably may have said this before, but it's important to also mention this again, that there's a difference between making your case to, to a judge and making your case before the judge. Glory to God. There's a difference between making your case to the judge and making your case before the judge. Um, I stand to be corrected. The lawyers in the house, I believe when you, when you go to court, what you do is you bring your case before the judge and not to the judge because you are bringing your case and the judge is just an arbiter who looks at the demands of justice and says, okay, does this meet the demands of justice? So the judge is dispassionate. The judge is not uh, biased in any way, just looks at the, the legal uh, entities and, and looks at whether you're on the side of the law or not. So in, in bringing your case before God, God is the judge of all the earth. So you're you you bringing your case before him and necessarily not to him. Because as if you left to God, God is already biased in your favor. Left to God, God wants you to have it, but you have to meet the demands of justice. So having laid that foundation, now we're talking specifically now about supplic supplicating for a new role. Say, for instance, you want to gain admission into school or you're trusting God for a new job. So what do you do? Like a lawyer who wants to build his case, you have to build your case, okay? You have to get supporting evidence that, uh, that um, corroborates what you want God to do in that particular situation. And so practically speaking, you know, when you're looking for a job, for instance, I think that certain things that you should 
get like a supporting evidence for, I'm going to mention a few of them now. You know, I think you should make, uh, make clear what the father's heart, the father's shepherd's, shepherd's heart is concerning, concerning your job. Glory to God. You should talk about what your desires are. You should talk about you working and fulfilling God's will in the light of that job or that admission. You should talk about open doors. You should talk about God equipping you for that role. You should talk about the display of excellence. You should talk about the manifestation of wisdom in all that you do. You should also bring evidence concerning how you conduct yourself during the interview. I think also you should talk about favor, you know, the experience of God's favor as you set about trying to get that particular role. You should talk about angelic assistance. You should talk about boldness. You should talk about you maintaining faithfulness even after you have gotten that role or that thing. Faithfulness to God. And of course, you should also talk about trust, trust in the Lord. So for me, what did I do practically? I, I got scriptures to corroborate these things. So, for instance, um, when it comes to the Father's shepherd's heart concerning everything I need, the scriptural reference for me was Psalms 23 and verse 1. You know, when you go to court, when you are doing, the lawyer will say, according to section 10, subsection 4 of the 1999 Constitution as amended, so, 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 and so, and so is, is, the, is what needs to happen and all that and all that. So in the same vein, according to Psalm 23 and in verse 1, it's a very popular scripture, and we all know that scripture. It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Okay? It says, the Lord is my shepherd. It says, I shall not want. That means the Lord is my shepherd, I will not lack anything, including an admission, including a job. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not. So this covers the, the, the desire of God, the shepherd's heart of God. So you are like, you are not asking for something that is not God's desire for you. So this is, this is God's mind for you. Glory to his name. Secondly, really, you want to make sure that you cover the area of your desires, okay? That your, your desires align with God's will, that your desires are, are where it should be. And according to Psalms 37 and in verse 4, the scripture, that scripture also covers the area of your desires. It says, delight thyself also in the Lord, and it shall give thee the desires of thine heart. So the first thing there is that delight yourself in the Lord. That means get immersed in him. Ensure that you, 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 you're loving God and you're doing what he wants so that the desires of your heart will also emanate from him and you can bring those desires before him. So Psalms 37 verse 4 takes care of your desires. Then I think also that it's important when you're trusting God for a new role you need to also ask for the guidance of God's spirit. Glory to his name. 
And according to Psalms 32 and in verse 8, the Bible says that I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go, and I will guide thee with thine eye, with mine eye. So God wants to teach us, wants to guide us, wants to instruct us. He wants to tell us where to go, what to do, who to see, who to meet, how to package your CV or your resume. These are things that, so we are going to require spiritual guidance. So I bring before the Lord my strong reason why I expect him to be my guide as touching that. And it is important to do it with conviction, knowing that God will answer you. Glory to his name. Also, in this journey, we also need to talk about God equipping you thoroughly for the role. We're talking about God's equipment. And, and the, the scriptural reference that backs that up is Hebrews chapter 13 and in verse 20 and 21. It says, Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, does make you perfect in every good work to do his will, walking in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever. You see that verse 21 says, makes you perfect. Actually, the word perfect there is make you equipped. It says make you equipped in every good work to do his will. So, so you say whatever it is that I require in terms of an equipping for that admission or an equipping for that role, for that new job, I receive it in the name of the Lord Jesus. It makes me equipped to do his will so that it can work in me that which is well pleasing in his sight. So you bring that before the, the, the judge of all the earth. Then as touching the interview proper, there are, there are scriptures that you also need to look at when it comes to the interview proper. One of them is in Luke chapter Luke chapter 21, Luke chapter 21, and specifically verse 15. Luke 21 and in verse, verse 15, it says, God says that, uh, or let's read, uh, it says, For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay or resist. It says that sometimes when you are required, in this particular context, we're using it as regarding preaching the gospel, but I think it's applicable. If God can give you wisdom, to say what you need to say when, when you are questioned. He can give you a mouth and a wisdom that no adversary shall be able to gain, say, or resist when you go for an interview. So you can trust him to do that. Another scripture reference you can use for that particular part of it is Proverbs. In Proverbs chapter 8 and in verse 6, it is here. It says, for I will speak of excellent things, and at the opening of my lips shall be right things. So you are making declarations that in those interviews, you speak of excellent things, and at the opening of your lips, there shall be right things, that you say only the right things, that you say what needs to be heard, and whatever you say makes the right effect on the people that you are saying it to. Glory to God. You know, also... You know, when you, when, you, when you want to get things done during an interview, whether it's an interview for an admission or an interview for a role, 
you know, you, you don't depend on your own ability. You depend on God's power that is at work within you. And that's what Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20 says, that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ever ask or think according to the power that is at work within you. So that in the interview, you're trusting God that God will be able to do so much according to the power that is at work in you. That there's a total dependence on the Holy Spirit. And as you depend on the Holy Spirit, his, his power at work in you rises big in you and finds expression through your thoughts, through your words, and through your actions and your gesticulations during that interview. Okay? So what other things should you be looking at when it comes to praying for a new role? You should pray for angelic assistance. You need angelic assistance because you need spiritual forces to work on your behalf to influence people. Remember, when it comes to an interview situation, people have wills, people have their idiosyncrasies, people have you know, their preferred candidates and things like that. So you, you need, and the way God works on our behalf is to, is to deploy angelic assistance so that these angels will work on our behalf to, to influence people for positively for our good. And so according to Hebrews chapter 1 and in verse 14, the Bible says, uh, angels, we're talking about angels, it says, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them that shall be heirs of salvation? Did you notice he said, they minister for them, not to them. They minister for them. So they minister at your behest. They minister on your behalf. They minister listening to the instructions that you hand to them. So as you give them instructions, they go and do it concerning those new roles. They give you help. They help you out. What also do you pray about? You pray about excellence, that you operating in the spirit of excellence. And this also is required during your interview, that there will be excellence at work. There will be excellence displayed every time you utter your, your utterances, every time you package your, your resume or your CV. So according to Daniel chapter 1 and in verse 4, the Bible talked about uh, that Daniel and his, and, his, and, his, and his colleagues said the children in whom was no blemish, but well-favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. Glory to God. Verse 9 says, and, and now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. So God can bring you into favor and tender love with the people who are going to interview you for that role. Also, it is important to trust God for favor. Glory to God. It's important to trust God for favor. And we all need favor. We all need favor. According to Psalms 5, Psalms 5, and in verse 12, the Bible says in Psalms 5, verse 12, For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor without compass him as with a shield. So God compasses you with favor. Glory to God. According to Psalms 44 also, Psalms 44 and in verse 3, it says, For they got not the land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own arm save them. But thy right hand 
and thy arm and the light of thy countenance, because thou hast a favor unto them. Glory to his name. You see, they got the land in possession, not by their sword or by their arm, not by what they think they know. It's just all about God's favor, God working in their favor. Glory to his name. Hallelujah to Jesus. It's all about God working in your favor. What other scriptures are we looking at? <laughs> Psalms 35. Psalms 35 and in verse 27, still talking about favor. It says, let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yeah, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified that had pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. We're talking about God favoring our righteous cause. Glory to his name. We're talking about God going the extra mile concerning what concerns us. Glory to his name. Hallelujah to Jesus. That's what we're talking about. You know, and when it comes to these things, you know when there's always the back end of every job interview or admission process, you know, sometimes you will need people to speak for you where you cannot speak for yourself. You will need people to, you need the voice of, of God to sound louder than the voice of the accuser or the voice of the contender. And so it is also important to address this in prayer. And Isaiah chapter 49, okay, addresses that, verse 25 specifically. Isaiah 49, verse 25, the Bible says, But thus saith the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. This is where I'm really going. It says, I, For I will contend with him that contended with thee, and I will save thy children. You know, sometimes God needs to contend on our behalf. Glory to God. So, so you have a scripture that covers God, you know, you know, speaking up for you where you cannot speak for yourself. Hallelujah to Jesus. Then, you see, ultimately also, when eventually you get this job, it is important that you remain faithful to continue to do the bidding of the Father, irrespective of of whether you've gotten, you know, because what tends to happen after some people now get whatever they want from God, they just decline in their faithfulness when it comes to certain things that they've been doing with God. So you need to address that in prayer. You need to address that. And according to 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 1 and 2, it says, Let a man so account us as of ministers of Christ and stewards of the mystery of God. It says, Moreover, it is required in stewards that the man be found faithful. You see, God is going to make you a steward over that job. Also, you're already a steward over your ministry, over your family, over your domestic affairs. So, but there, there needs to be faithfulness. You shouldn't now go and get a job and now lose your sense of responsibility to everything that matters and is important to you in your life. Glory to his name. The Bible talks about also the need for us to trust God and that's why you must also have scriptures that cover the trust in the Lord. Glory to his name. According to Proverbs, Proverbs chapter, chapter 3 and in verse 5 and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. So 
you need a covering scripture that covers the issue of trust. So that is one. Another one that also covers the issue of trust is Psalms 37 verse 5. Psalms 37 verse 5. It says, commit thy ways unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. You see, you cannot, you cannot, be, you cannot be trusting God for, for a new role, for an admission, for, for you. I know this applies to you wanting to do an interview at the embassy, you know, and probably trying to get a foreign, foreign placement. You just got to trust God. And so you need all these scriptures. And trust means that, that it goes beyond belief. You believe that God can do it, but you act like you believe that God can do it. That's what it means to trust him. That means you completely relinquished your hands or yourself into the hands of God. So that is what we're talking about here. So glory to his name. So to sum everything up, I'm, I'm going to walk us through a confession. All right. You see, so once you build this case, you now package everything in a series of scriptures that merge into a confession that you can now take every day, every day continuously reaffirming and declaring and continuously saying the things that you want to see concerning that role. And so I have also packaged a, some kind of confession that I want to walk us through in the next few minutes. And I, and I believe it will help you. So say it together with me, in the name of Jesus, God is my shepherd. I shall not want. He meets my needs and he meets my desires. He said, if I delight in him, he will grant the desires of my heart. I declare, that I delight in the Lord and he grants me the desires of my heart. I thank God because what I desire in a job, my skill set, my interests, and my next career steps, I know to him. Therefore, I receive supernatural guidance and direction as I continue on this journey in search of an ideal role, in search of a new job, in search of an admission. I declare that I have submitted my will into God's hands, putting my plans and my purposes ab above putting God's plans and purposes above my own wants and my personal ambitions. I declare that I am settled in my proper place in Jesus' name. I receive the doors of opportunities 
that God has opened for me. I receive God's wisdom, knowledge, understanding, skills that he has equipped me with to take the right steps forward in this process. I declare that God's wisdom is manifested in me as I write my applications, the cover letters, prepare my CV, submit my applications, and connect with the new organizations or the potential employers. I declare that as I attend the interviews, I operate in God's wisdom and excellence. I am bold to share who I am, my worth, and how I can provide value to their organization in an eloquent way. I speak of excellent things. And at the opening of my lips, I write things. I leave a lasting and unforgettable impression of competence and fitness for the role on the minds of the panel of interviewers. I declare that I am humble and my, home, and my confidence comes from God's ability that is at work in me. I receive angelic assistance to positively influence every decision maker that has a role to play in my employment or in my placement in the new role. I receive God's favor that makes me acceptable and allows me to experience uncommon preferential treatment in the name of Jesus. God speaks for me. His voice resonates louder than the voice of the contender to favor my righteous cause in places where I am not or where I cannot be physically present. I declare that the position would be in alignment with the schedule I need to remain faithful in all my ministerial, domestic, professional, and other commitments. My life is in God's hands, and I trust him to always take care of me and to supply my every need. Thanks be unto God, who always causes me to triumph and makes manifest the savor of his knowledge by me in every place. Father, I give you praise. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the fulfillment of your mind and will for every single person. We walk in the light of it in this season of our lives, in this year of more, in Jesus' name. So let's go ahead and have a fantastic